All right. So good to see everybody. So I just wanted to check in where everyone is <clears throat> module two. So we've we've got module one, obviously, was a lot of different stuff because we had the WAP and we have the Alchemy of You. So in module two, where is everyone? And it's okay wherever you are. So don't feel like you're behind. Um, so Terry, what what mod or what lesson are you on in module two? Lesson two. Lesson, lesson two. two. Okay, that's fantastic. Iremea. Sorry, in lesson one or two? Uh, or if, if it's one, that's okay as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm in um, number lesson four. Lesson four Sorry. for module one? Yes. <laughs> yes. I got you. I totally got you. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, fantastic. And I'm I'm pretty sure, I think Hannah, I think is still in module one. Um, John, where, where are you? Uh, up to module two, I've worked my way through that. Uh, looked at the compensation plan. I thought, no, I'm not doing that just yet. We'll leave that alone. Okay. Uh, but picking your eyes out and redoing your, rewatching your videos, to be honest. Okay, that's fantastic. That's great. Okay, and then I think um, I know Hannah is still in module one. Miriam, I think, might still be in module one as well, and perhaps um, Ileana as well. So. I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to hold us one week behind and it will be completely fine because uh, module five is actually our no new content week. It's just a double action week. So we won't, we won't, we'll still just have the same time frame. but I think it's really important because I just have a sense and I think this is also where I've taken Soulcraft is to go deeper and I think it merits the time, the extra time, so you don't feel rushed. Because if you start feeling really behind, the whole course you're going to feel behind. And I, I'd rather that you go deep into this stuff. And if we just take one extra week, I think everyone will have a, a sigh of relief. <laughs> so let's do that. We'll we still will have the modules release. So you'll you'll actually have one module always being released earlier than we're in it. Just if there's anyone that wants to speed forward. But in terms of I'll reset the Google Calendar so you know which module we're actually on and which module we'll, we'll be discussing in office hours. So, so today we'll we'll discuss module one still, like Alchemy of You, because I think that's so important. And then next week we'll start discussing module two. So you have you have one week extra to get get through everything. Does that feel better for everyone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could kind of sense the like, oh my goodness. And and again, I think it's it's also just because Soulcraft, we want you to go deep because it really is the identity work, the subconscious work, our beliefs that are are really the most important thing. So I just want to give you a, a quick little framework that I think will help as well that we touched on last week. But anytime that we're working with the subconscious and really changing our beliefs. There's a lot of studies that say that the subconscious is like a 10 trial. Um, it needs 10 touches to actually make it more of a habit. So this is why it's so good to repeat. It's so good to be consistent and to just review things. So in a nutshell, we want to, and I'm just going to break it down to three things as a framework. We always want to be as clear as possible for what we want. And in Soulcraft, we're going to keep coming back to that. What do you want for your business? What do you want for your life? What do you want for your purpose? And we, we know that network marketing is just a vehicle to help us fund our purpose and help us live more expansively, help more people, et cetera. 
But really underneath of it, it's what is our purpose here in life and what are we here to do? So we're going to keep asking you, what is it that you want in life? You know, what do you want for your network marketing business? What do you want for your life? And, and oftentimes we can feel like, oh, I don't know if I know what I want. But that usually is because we might have tried and we've quote unquote failed or our friends and family say, be a re realistic, that's not possible. Or we even just get our dreams kicked out of us, you know, from childhood into adulthood. But if you ever feel like I don't know what I want, just sit back and just breathe and put your hand on your heart and, and go into your heart. And then just ask yourself if time, money, skill, repercussions, because sometimes we don't want to dream because of we, we worry about, well, what's the repercussion going to mean? You know, am I going to have a fallout with my family? Am I going to, is this going to mean I need to break up? You know, could have all these repercussions. Try to let go any of that and just go back to your heart. And what, what do I really want for my life? And there is always a way to have it be possible. And your heart is always going to tell you what you want in this life. And that's really the most important thing. Now, like anything, if you're just starting on this journey, sometimes there's layers that we've got to take off so that you start to really be able to feel what you want. But the first step is just to say, what does my heart want? And we'll keep we'll keep going back to that. So knowing what we want and to keep revisiting, that's the most important thing. Then in order to have that, we have to look at our identity because we manifest from our identity, who we think we are and what beliefs that we have. And that's always where we manifest from. We don't manifest from what we want. We don't manifest from our thoughts. We manifest from who we are. And it's very hard to do from who you aren't. It's easy to do from who you are. And so that's why we really want to work with the identity. And the easiest way to work with the identity is to think, and we talked about this last week, if you had the life that you want, who do you need to be? What are you feeling and what are you doing? And that feeling part is so important because that's where the emotion, which is what the language that our subconscious thinks in is the emotion and the imagery. So if I have this life that I want, and I know that I can always go back to my heart, what do I really want? And then if I have this life that I want, who do I need to be? What do I need to feel? And what do I need to do? And then that, that's what we want to focus on because then we become an energetic match for the life that we want. And everything is energy. You know, quantum physics shows us that. Einstein said that, you know, like everything is energy. And so we have to become an energetic match for the thing that we want. And with that identity work and really focusing on our identity, we have to be committed to that. And that's the, that's the, the really, really important thing is that, that commitment to that. And then there was also something else I wanted to mention that as well that I thought was just a second. I made a note about this.
bear with me. There was one more thing I wanted to share with this that I thought was really important. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, so with our identity, we have to be committed to it, but then we also have to bring our focus back to there. So we, we know that wherever we put our attention, that's where our energy flows. So when our attention starts going elsewhere, like the doubt, the fear, the concern, we have to bring it back to the identity that we want to be. And the final thing in this triad, so we've got the knowing what we want, the identity. And then the final thing, what comes up is the fears and the limiting beliefs. And then that, that is where the work is. And not that it, it, it doesn't have to be arduous. It doesn't have to be painful. It can be fun. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how to make personal development more fun, but that's always where, so we can say, okay, here's this, this identity, what I want, but what's going to come up is the limiting beliefs, the conflicting beliefs or the fear. And the fear is just a way of being. And remember how we talked about fear comes from your reptilian brain so that that the oldest part of your brain from how we evolved, it's what kept us safe and secure when we were, when we were cavemen, <laughs> but we don't need that anymore. But it's always going to try to keep us safe and it doesn't like change. But that's where when we have a fear that comes up, when any, when any fear comes up, what, what do you want to think? What is that fear actually telling you? Yeah. It's actually exactly where you need to go. Like exactly. So if you have a fear of getting on social media, but yet some part of you knows I need to be on social media a little bit, you don't have to be on a, on a lot. Okay. And you might decide, okay, I don't want to be on social media. I want to do email instead. So it's not like you have to be in social media, but if you, let's say, for example, if you are committed to getting your vision out there and your, your purpose out there and helping people, there has to be some way that you interact with people. They, they have to know you in some way. It could be email, it could be social media, but if you find you're resisting, that's exactly where you need to go. Because that, that is the very thing that is stopping you from being your most truest, fully expressed self. And it's only that re reptilian part of your brain that's trying to keep you safe. And so that's where the, the, growth, the growth edge is. And then, so once, once we realize that fear is really the indicator of where we need to go, and feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And it, it always is like, that is always the edge. You know, if, if you want to get your message out there, but you're scared to speak on stage, then we want to work through that fear so you can get on stage and speak and have a bigger impact. And there's always a way to go through that fear. Because when, when we think about fear, usually what are we afraid of with if we're scared of something. It's usually fear of being judged. Exactly. Judged, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and fear of inadequacy. So th those are the two fears. So the, the judgment, 
we have to get used to that people are going to judge us. You know, we're, we're meaning making machines, you know, so we're, we're always going to be judged, but we can't let that get in the way of our mission. And that's why it always goes back to what is on your heart. And if what, what is on your heart has to be bigger than the fear. And then if we're worried about being inadequate, still that's the judgment thing as well. But the only way to get more competent is through competency. And the only way you get competency is through doing. Like there's no other way. You, you can't become an expert at anything unless you do it. <laughs> so when you think of this, okay, so knowing what I want, working with my identity, and then as fears come up or limiting beliefs come up, I'm going to work with each of those things. And that that really, that's just the three-part strategy. I mean, there's a lot more things that we can bring into it, but it's really just those three things if we really dial it down. And then knowing, and Iremea had a great question, knowing that any way that we want to create our business, we can. So if, if you don't want to be on social media, absolutely great. You do have to have some way to connect with people and get your message out, but it doesn't have to be social media. If you don't want to be too busy and you don't want to be connected on your phone all the time, you don't have to be. So know that you can create this business any way that you want to. When way, way back in the day when I was getting really tired of doing hotel presentations, I wanted to take my business online. I was getting really tired of doing hotel presentations and big, I just was getting burnt out, you know, I was, and I knew the way I could reach more people because I had a mission would be to take it online. And I, I also remember there was a time I, I was so stressed out. I just broke down in the shower and just bawled. <laughs> But sometimes when we hit that rock bottom, that's when you're like, okay, there's got to be a way. And there's always a way. And you get to design your life and your business as you want to, regardless of what anyone says. And I know I've told you this, but years ago, they told me, you can't do network marketing online. You did, there's no way. You know, it's an in-person thing. You know, but I knew there, there had to be a way. So this, this is why the alchemy of you is so important because you start to get under, you know, okay, what are my, my beliefs? And Ali, you had some great things that you uncovered about beliefs around women and the money that they're able to make. And this is the stuff that we have to bring to the, to the surface and shine a light on it. I mean, I, I just uncovered a belief. I was listening to a podcast and I was like, cause I'm, I'm re rebranding and redoing some of my business and I realized I still think that it takes hard work to be successful because I caught myself saying, okay, I'm just going to really focus on this and put all my effort into this. And I'm like, that's still an old belief that everything takes hard work rather than, you know, money flows easily and piles up easily. It doesn't have to take hard work, you know, as in, of course, everything takes a measure of effort, but it doesn't have to be like where you're 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. to create a new business. And this is really interesting. Think of three areas that you're struggling with in your business. That is your identity right now. 
And this is so, it can feel like, oh my goodness, but it's actually the most empowering thing because if you look at where you're struggling, I'm struggling here, I'm struggling here, I'm struggling here. That's that's your identity and that's your belief at this moment. And we can change it. We can absolutely change it. Because remember, you are the thinker, you are not your thoughts. And your thoughts and your feelings create your reality. Okay, so I'm going to stop there because also because this is a lot of the the deeper work, we want to just keep repeating it because you'll keep taking layers off of, oh yeah, like my vision, I really got to dial in what is the most important thing to me. So we want to keep really focused on that. Like, what is your purpose? What is the thing that you're most passionate about? It can be two to three things. Like mine really is three things. And then am I being, am I doing, am I feeling as if I already have the thing? And as the limiting belief or as the fear comes up, am I addressing it? And you don't even have to worry. I know we've talked about this in Soul Pro. We don't have to worry so much like what are all my limiting beliefs? Just think of what's in front of you right now. You know, like Aramea and Ali will go through your questions. That's what's right here right now that came up which is perfect to bring to this, this group. And even if it feels super personal, bring all of your questions here because what's ever most personal is most general and it will help everyone here. All right, so any, any questions about that before we just review quickly, any questions with Alchemy of You and then we'll dive into specific questions. Okay. Any questions about alchemy of you? Did anything come up that you'd like to chat about? And if not, that's yes, Terry, go ahead. Yes. I don't know if this has to do with alchemy of you, but is it actually normal to like, I thought I was going to be going in one direction and just after doing these few little things, I'm going in a totally different direction. Is that normal to be doing? I mean, still the same company, but it's like, I think I have a different passion that I really need to be focusing on that I think would help other people. So, yes. Is that normal? <laughs> Absolutely. Because we are so, we don't even realize the choices that we make because it's based on our, our identity right now and our brain makes, because we can't literally think every day, okay, I'm making this choice and this, like you drive yourself crazy. Like we're so much on autopilot, but once we start shifting our identity and what we think we're capable of, then actually what we want to focus on starts changing. So, and it's, it's so important that we do this now because otherwise you can be going down a totally different track and in five years realize I'm not really happy here. Like this isn't really me. So the more we can actually really figure out who we are without apology, the sooner, the better, because that's going to help you have your, your ladder against the right wall. Hmm. Do you, do you want to share? Do you, do you feel like you'd like to share the, the difference or the change? Sure. It's, 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 a, it's on dog's nutrition. Okay. It's crazy <laughs> because we, well, we just lost a dog, but um, we've got one dog and I just have this, I love dogs yeah. and 
I hate to see them suffer with cancer and all this kind of stuff. And there's definitely things that you can do nutrition wise, just like with us yes. um, that help that help them. And I learned a lot through this losing this dog and, you know, watching her get sicker, just how much of a difference nutrition made and even giving her a little bit better quality of life, even towards the end. Um, but it just, it feels like it's something that I, it makes my heart kind of like jump, get nervous. And then like, I think that means it's the right thing. <laughs> so yes, I should be focusing it. on. Yeah. yeah. So that's such I, a beautiful example. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. The things that make us cry, the things that bring up the emotion, that's where mm -hmm. we need to go. Yeah. 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 because otherwise if it isn't really what's on your heart you'll lose interest you know it's it's because business there's always ups and downs but if it's something that you're really passionate about you'll be able to weather those up and downs and the things that we have emotion around that's that's our calling and it don't worry about like what if i change my mind in 5 years it doesn't matter because it's just what is right now and it could lead you to something else down the line so also don't worry about getting it perfect. Just what feels really real for me right now. And then go towards that, just like you did, Terry. That's a perfect example. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. There's probably going to be a lot of shifting in these, especially the early days while everyone's kind of uncovering like, oh my goodness, like I didn't even realize that's what I actually wanted. But it's it's really good. Yeah. Any other questions like like that or wondering if you're doing it right or I know Hannah had a great question and asked if she could see Claudia's WAP so if anyone wants to go to that thread they can see Claudia's WAP because Hannah was worried if she was doing the WAP correctly but you can't do the WAP wrong you know it's 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 kind of a, in progress like you'll find your own way as well but I know it's also nice to see other people's WAPs too so you can go see Claudia's if you'd like to all right, so let's start going through the questions. I'm going to start with Aramea's and then we'll go to, to Ali's. So I just want to read this out. Um, so Aramea says, my question is, how do I manage and balance between doing and being? What I mean by this is I have recognized a huge barrier about getting started and taking off with network marketing because I'm fearful of losing myself and becoming overcome by the demands of team members as well as prospects. So this, this is so good because this is an example of a conflicting belief. So it's like, I want this, but I'm worried about this. And then that causes this tug of war. And it literally is a handbrake for moving forward. So it's just so wonderful. You identified this. And actually, this is very common. People want to have a team, but they're also scared that they don't know how to train their team. So that, that can be, or maybe I can't help them be successful. So that can be a handbrake as well. Even thinking about that, it. Maybe Maybe a quick, that was one of my biggest before I started Soulcraft that I, with the products, I was like, and, and sexy fit and everything was good. But when I was thinking about um, an associate, then I, I felt like a horse in front of the, the thing it has to jump over. And I'm like, no, I'm not jumping. And once I I was through uh, Soulcraft, I felt so empowered in, in, a, in a way that, I now have, I felt I have a cookbook now, ticky, 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 tick. That's what I have to do. And, and off you go. And then it's when getting much easier for focusing also on associates. Yes. And so and the you've cookbook created... for me was. <laughs> the cookbook, I love it. 
And you've taken the philosophy and created all these teams, you know, like your teams of community, your teams of associates, your teams for Soulcraft. Yep. Yeah. Next, next level. Next level. (laughs) (laughs) So Irmia says, even thinking about this makes me feel suffocated and my stomach tightens. Or like Claudia said, like, you don't want to, your horse balks at jumping over. (laughs) This challenge is a real battle for me because I love business, I love creating, I love teaching, but I love my freedom. Again, another conflicting belief. I love this, but I also want my freedom and my alone time too. Freedom is probably my number one value. And at the moment, this is winning over causing a big disconnect for me. It's so good you're realizing this. I currently work at a very intense job where I have chunks of me taken and nipped from every direction. I'm resigning next year and will be focusing on my business, but how do I manage my time between clients, business, and me? All I've seen so far in the space is people who are glued to their phones and having to be there all the time. If this is what is required, I'd rather not start at all. Business is not my complete life and building a brand around my business, sorry, building a brand around my passion certainly is a big help, but it's still not quite enough. What I need are practical steps in managing, for example, answering calls for an hour in the morning, another hour in the evening, rest of the day, switch off and work on business and personal passion projects, not sure. Okay, so wanting more, a little bit more of like a formula for how to make this work. So this is so good. I'm going to kind of deconstruct each of the things. So the number one thing through Soulcraft, we really are going to teach you how to invite the right person and then also how to train them as well. So in Soulcraft, we're very different than a lot of network marketing companies that just tell you to talk to everyone and sort of throw the spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks versus we really want you to go after a higher quality lead and it's quality over quantity. Because if you have a zillion people in your organization, it's actually not good because you're just going to be run ragged and you're going to end up dragging people over the finish line. So when you have a higher caliber person and we teach you how to do this in the inviting and the presenting. So one of the things is you can have an intake form, which we'll explain to you which then kind of helps weed through people who may not be a good fit. So in my network marketing businesses, both of them that I built, I was always known for not having that many people, but they would stay and they would go through the ranks. And that's really what you want. You want quality over quantity. You want leaders. And then the second thing, which we really teach you in how to train your team, is we teach you to empower your your team rather than enable them. So from the get-go, yes. And that's it's really a combination of those two, bringing the right kind of people in that are business builders and know that if it is to be, it's up to them. And then also your role of not enabling them. And so that's things like, if they're like, where is this? You know, you don't go get it for them. You show them how to show them essentially how to, to, to tie their own shoes. So, and we, we have a beautiful little way of intaking your new people so that they get trained from the beginning. And then things like how to do your team training so that you're not just training one-on-one, you're actually training your whole team and it duplicates. And what you also want to think is, and I I learned this from my uplines, way upline. So Burt Green, who was one of the first people in my network marketing company. So he was like literally, I think the first person or one of the first two. And so he always said, he said, 
when you're recruiting people into your organization, you first of all want to rank yourself and say in your skill level and network marketing on a scale of one to 10. So let's say you rank yourself, oh, maybe I'm like a seven or eight, you know, you're, or you're just getting started. So somewhere in there, like I'm enthusiastic. I've done, studied a lot with it, but I'm, you know, I'm about a seven or eight. He's like, you don't want to recruit a, a six because then what is that six going to do? It's going to recruit a five. Then that person's going to recruit a four. And then all of a sudden you have a whole bunch of ones in your organization. You want to recruit up, which can be scary. Say so we're going to hit fear, but we want to approach people that we actually feel are better than us. And there's so many people, like you think, like I wanted, I really wanted to have a business and I was willing to put the work in. Like when I started, I was just like, I, I really wanted to throw myself into, into it. And there's so many people like me, so many people like you. We just have to find them and, and attract them. So it's the kind of people that we're bringing in, but then it's also how we're training them as well. And then also you want to train your people to make yourself dispensable rather than you don't want to make yourself indispensable. Not, when we're in a nine to five to job, nine to five job, we, we make ourselves indispensable because we don't want to lose our job. But in network marketing, we want to make ourselves dispensable so that your, your, your team carries on without you. So that, and so my, I strategically built my business with leaders in each leg, leg, because my business, there's legs in, in them. I strategically built it so that then they would carry on without me, which is what I wanted. And that's, that's how you build a stable and secure network marketing business. Okay. So that's a little bit more on the team side. Then when you think you're, how you're going to structure your business, the beautiful thing about Soulcraft is this is what we teach you to do how to build your business and how to build your life. And something I've never, never, I sacrificed it in my first network marketing business. And that's, that's where I got burnt out in my first network marketing business. And then after that, I learned, and in my second one, that's why I started Live Well International, International which was teaching the business and the lifestyle. And you can create this any, any way you want. So things like, and we, like even little things in Soulcraft, like we teach you always have a day off. Some people can only do half a day off because they like, they have a full-time job. Maybe they're caretaking a mother on Saturday and then they only have half a day on Sunday to build their business. So, but at least half a day. And it's, if you can take a full day to unplug, that's so important. Cut off times that you don't look at your computer. You'll learn all of this in Soulcraft, but one of the best things I learned probably 15 years ago is to not let my phone rule me in that I don't answer my phone unless it's a call that I've planned. So you know how so many people are like, it rings and they answer it? Like always, I don't. Like I'm like, unless it's a call that I've planned, I, I don't want my phone to dictate when I have to pick it up. And that alone frees you up so much. So we're gonna give you all these tips because they're all things that I've learned along the way to help you have a life and a business. Um, then also freedom, I think for a lot of us, that's my number one value as well. 
And so that's really built into the Soulcraft way of building. And to keep looking for people that have built their business with a lot of freedom and lifestyle. So you can use me as a way shower because that's something that I've always done. You know, I, I wanted to have time for exercise yeah. as well. So let me just, he won't realize he's. So you can use me as a way shower and then other people like in Soulcraft as well. But who else is out there that's built a business in the way that you want to as well? And then that gives you the hope that, yeah. but you don't have to hope with Soulcraft is what we do. <laughs> Oh. And if anyone is struggling you'll throughout the whole, well, not just the eight weeks, but ongoing, if there's anything you're struggling with specifically, just bring it here and then we can help. Okay. How can we get more balance in this? There's, there's a whole, I mean, it's, you'll see it sprinkled out. I won't even give too much more away because it's just sprinkled throughout of it, but you're in the exact right place to build a business and a life without having your business take over. All of that sounds perfect. Exactly what I'm looking for. Oh, good. good, good. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. And ju just remember, for everyone, if there is something that you're you're not enjoying, I always I can't remember who said it, but basically was it was like you're not a tree. You can move. Like you can change it. You know. So whatever it is, we can change up. You can bring it here. We, we, you know, if I don't know the answer, I can go research. Someone else can go research it. But we, we can create the life as we want it. And we're the only one that can actually change it. Like no one else can save us. But we don't have to be that network marker that's glued to their phone. I'm, I most certainly am not at all. Was there anything else in there that I didn't cover, Aramea? No. Does anyone have a question related to Aramea's question in their own life? No. Okay. Let me go on to Ali's great questions. All right. So Ali says, my question is around transitioning my focus from my obvious experience around health, because Ali's a functional medicine doctor, huge expertise in hormones, every, everything. Um, yes, we have a functional, amazing functional me medicine doctor in our midst. <laughs> so she says, you do a great job of covering both, Carmen. So sorry, she has huge expertise in health and business. I love business, as you know, and applying tech to business. I'd love to coach women to create amazing residual income businesses using the IT that I can introduce them to. Going through the, this module, I realized the remaining money blocks, women can't be brilliant at business, women can't be successful at business, women will never earn as much as men. To succeed at business, women have to leave aside their spiritual side and become competitive, money-minded, money and mean. So this, this is so good because these are going to be the conflicting beliefs because, of course, you don't want to be that. You know, you want to be incredibly abundant and prosperous, but still be spiritual and make as much money as you want. So the num number one thing is to identify the limiting beliefs, which Dr. Ali has. Then secondly, you want to really think about this, like, is, is this true? So it's in essence, you start to challenge your own beliefs. 
And one of the easiest ways is to use this concept of way showers. Who do I know that is the opposite? Because we have to see it to believe it. Now, sometimes we can imagine it, but it is actually easier if we know somebody that is a way shower because then we're like, oh yeah, there's, so if you can think of, you know, even like, who do you know that makes more money than their partner? So it's a woman that makes more money than their partner. Who do you know that's a successful CEO that, that you respect? It's a, like a woman CEO that you respect. Who do you know that is still spiritual and isn't mean or just all about money? So you want to try to find as much proof in, maybe it's people that you know, like in your circle of influence, but more likely it's going to be someone that you've you know seen. Like say, say for example, some of my um, people I really looked up to was Marie Forleo. You know, she made so much money. She definitely wasn't mean, very generous, you know? So that was definitely a way shore for me. Different CEOs like that I re really respected, like there's a, a food company in, in the States called Sakara. They deliver home meals, but they're all like raw and amazing company owned by two women, incredibly affluent. And so they're, for me, they're way shores of people who are very into health, very spiritual, and yet they're, they're so well-known and they've done so well. Who do you know that makes money more money than their partner? You know, that may, might be male. So way shores are one of the best ways in order to see it, to believe it. And then create creating the opposite affirmation mantra for for your your mind because you have to we, the brain can only think one thought at this at once so you want to replace those thoughts like physically write them out like so for example um, women can be extremely successful still be extremely spiritual generous kind and make a ton of money you know whatever your words are going to be. Knowing Dr. Ali, you could throw into chat, chat GPT and then get some, <laughs> some beautiful affirmations from it. And then list, continuing to listen to our self-talk whenever that comes up and then replace it. But literally be thinking again of that person. Oh yeah, I have this person that has become a, a way shore for me. One of the things that, that really helped me the most actually was when I first start, started my first network marketing company in Australia, I was 27 and the top income earner at the time was three years younger than me, a guy. So, and he was 24 years old and I saw him speak number one income earner in, in the whole company in the world in, here in Australia. And I saw him speak and I was like, I'm going to be that. And I just like, I was just like, I'm going to be that, you know? So it's when you, when you have that, if you can find someone that you can relate to that feels similar to you. I mean, he was a guy, but he had very similar energy to me. He was younger than me. And I was just like, I'm going to do that. So if you can find a way sure where you're like, I'm going to do that. 
And when it tips over to like, I can do that, that's when you know you're really close. Is that is that helpful, Dr. Ali? Yes, it is. Um, I've always sort of got a handle on that. And I sort of only just sort of realized they were sort of still there. But there's also this transitioning. And one of the things I'm thinking of doing, as you know, I was deleted from LinkedIn as a functional medicine doctor because I was talking about natural health. Um, I've recreated, you know, and I was told I shouldn't, could, could never make another another profile on LinkedIn. But um, I I have created another profile on LinkedIn focused on helping people make money. And so I was just wondering, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of making another persona you know, another business, if you like, focused on helping people make money, helping network marketers make money, you know, and because um, I have so many tech tools that will help people, plus mm. Soulcraft, of course. So, you know, people are really motivated once they join Soulcraft, they're, they can hit the ground running. Um, I just wondered about that transition of focus, because as you know, I've already, I'm already juggling too many plates and mm. I just... <laughs> and, you know, tempting though is to, I mean, all of my expenditure is on sort of functional medicine, functional medicine training, medical legal insurance, or um, assistant for the functional medicine business with no income coming in. And and the way I see it, the best way of me actually getting free of all my debt is actually, you know, people say, oh, surely you know, your best bet is to get somebody into a high-end package. Well, in the UK, people aren't going to buy these high-end packages, £10,000 for working with me for a year um, because they're not used to, they don't have to pay for their health care otherwise, you know. But um, it, it, I just want to, I, I, I look at my way showers, if you like, and they are people like you and Elizabeth Van Eerten and Onyx Cole, who is in LifeWave, women my sort of age who have created complete independence through network marketing and network marketing is such a wonderful business model. Um, and I'm passionate about it and it breaks my heart. The people who uh, are anti-network marketing without trying to understand it. I mean, from, from my son who is against anything that's corporate without realizing that network marketing enables him to be able to give to his favorite charities, if he actually makes it worse, right to the functional medicine doctor to think that I'm um, basically that, 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 that no doctor should do network marketing. Um, when in fact it's, it's only the same as, reselling supplements which you can't do in the nhs but you can do in a private practice you know so it's only the same from that point of view as reselling supplements except we're supporting people to a deeper level we're not just selling them the supplements for the pc club um we're helping them with q a's at a rate that they couldn't afford my time you know mm. yeah but so so how to transition my focus um you know it's it's always a, a difficult one with me because I've, i'm spinning so many plates and i've got so many interests it's the adhd kicking in yeah i truthfully i i would probably keep it narrower for, for right now because and and for everyone there's there's only so much energy we can give everything so say for example if if you have you want to build your network marketing business and then let's say if you're building, like for most of you that are, cause Ali's been in, in, um, she's, she's 
been in Soulcraft and she's in Soul Pro, so hers is a higher level question. But for everyone who's just joining Soulcraft, really stay stay focused on building your network marketing business with your passion. For Ali's question, though, because she's building her network marketing business and something else, I would probably still stay super focused on those. Because if you bring in yet another thing, you're not going to be able to build your network marketing business and your other program. Once you have those, then I would consider bringing in something else. Or you can have like a vault where people who are coming to you, if you could offer it to them, like, okay, now that you're in my team or now that you're in my program, I have a vault of IT resources you can have that are all my affiliate links. So you, I would do that, but I wouldn't focus on how can I get that out to the world because it'll take you away from your, your network marketing business and your programs for right now. I was really using, what I was really meaning was that the IT is my attractor factor. What makes me different um, as a mentor in network marketing. Okay, so to use it specifically to bring in people into your network marketing. Exactly. Okay. exactly. So that my team then uses yeah. my my Facebook tool and chat GPT because I show them how to use it effectively. Yeah, that's a vision board workshop, for example. You know, so my vision board work having that, having my uh having the virtual vision board with several pages and music and stuff will yes. deepen. Yes. Yes. Uh, I got you now. now. Yes. Well, that could definitely work because when you think of what you're offering people, when they join your team, your team entity can be what makes us different is that we teach you how to use technology and we teach mindset to build your network marketing business. So how the incentive for people to join my team in my network marketing company was through, I called my team Live Well International. And so the incentive to join my team was that you would learn how to build your network marketing business through teaching lifestyle. So in the same way, Ali, yours would be how to build your network marketing business through using technology and mindset. So that's how you could definitely differentiate yourself. Because who, I mean, so many people would love to know like your knowledge on ChatGPT, your knowledge on all these resources, plus your dream board, like that's the mindset piece. So tech and mindset could be. And then even your emails, your, so yes, I love this because that's still super focused on your network marketing. It's not like another, another octopus leg. It's like a, yeah, it's wonderful. So the languaging, so literally when people would go to my my Liberal International website, when they did an intake, the video that they watched showed them the advantages of becoming part of my team would be that they would get trained on how to build this by teaching other people how to have a lifestyle and a business. So the advantages of joining your team would be that they learn how to really build this online and with the mindset, and that they're going to be able to teach people to do the same thing. Yeah, that that would work brilliantly, and it wouldn't take you away from what you're doing. Yeah. And for all of our newbies, you'll you'll learn this as you're going along, because we teach you how to attract the people that you want, and part of it is the team that they're going to be joining. What makes your team unique? So we'll help you with this too. So don't, don't worry. <laughs> it 
it's it's all there. Does that help, Ali? Yes, that's really helpful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that makes complete sense. And that's not going to take you away. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that's also building your business with what you love because you love IT and you love tech and you love all these resources that you have such a handle on. And I love people. And interestingly, when I did my wealth profile, I always thought I was a uh, maverick, but that's because I didn't think the, when I, when I looked, when I redid it, it was the same as it was before, but I had focused on the maverick, which is my second thing. But my, what I really am is a community builder. Ooh, okay. And when I did my, uh, another type of wealth profile in 2007, my, my main thing was um, systems, which is where network marketing was always the right thing for me, you know? Um, And and I see so many people who are successful in network marketing and making seven figures. Why not me? And then I can leave aside because, because the thing is, when I look at functional medicine, every time I do more functional medicine training or in my functional medicine WhatsApp groups, when other people are answering questions, it's just so highbrow. I mean, it's just so high level. It takes me an hour to even read it uh, and to understand what people are. Yeah. It's just too intense. Whereas with, LifeWave and with USANA, we can help people's health without having to go in that much depth into what's happening inside the cell because it just works. And um, I get resistance whenever I have another functional medicine patient because I'm worried about how whether I will fail because, you know, because there's so much to know. And yes, I am up here in terms of it, but not up there. I've got that imposter syndrome, I suppose, although it's a different level of imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get stressed every about marketing my functional medicine practice anyway. So the thing is that resistance that uh, that uh, Eremia was talking about. I always from the start, I've been worried about how much time training the team will take. So that was really helpful earlier on in this call. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's all part of when you're starting to design the team that you want is being very intentional. And again, that goes back to the kind of people we're bringing in, but also how we're training them because they, they will respond to how we're training them. So if we're doing everything for them, they're going to want more from us. If, if we're telling them that we're going to build their downline, they're going to get us to build their downline. So there's all these things that from the very beginning, not only who we bring in, but how we train them by our actions. What my experience is with training others, it's always a self-training too. When I train others, I also grow myself. And Claudia, do you do just groups or do you do one-on-one for the first, is it three months, 12 weeks, you suggest, Carmen, that you work one-on-one with people? I know this is a future module for those who've just started, but do you you, you do suggest having working very closely with people for the first three months, don't you? Yes. You, the, so when so for, for new people, we'll, we'll do this in module seven. When you bring <laughs> in somebody new you they still will be part of your group training from the beginning 
but it's just that they have access to you for three months where that you're working with them more closely. And why this is really important is because you're their sponsor. So they need to be able to ask you questions and whatnot, but also they know that it's 90 days. So they know it's not forever. So they're also regard your time as really precious. So yeah, that, that model works really well. They, they have a closer access to you for those first 90 days, even while they're still part of your larger team training. And do you still recommend three-way calls and three-way Zooms? If yes, I mean, if it's, it, it just depends how you're working it, but to train them, yes. Yeah, three-way Zooms are th in person. So it just depends how you're building your business. But normally it, it depends on the skill level of the person. Like for me, when I came into my second network marketing company, I really knew how to do presenting. So I just watched my applying do two presentations and then I went on and did my own. So it really depends where the person's at. But mostly everyone is going to need to see you do a presentation at least a couple of times. But we'll go into that. Could be, that could be one to many. So it could be like a, a Zoom presentation to five of their prospects. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Or you'll learn like in the Help Them on the Spa, that was one of the best ways to train people and to be having groups of 12. So there's, yeah. yeah, whatever we do, we want to make it not just easy for us, but easy for our, our, the person we're training, because the minute it seems too hard, they're not, they're not going to want to do it either. Yep. And I was thinking with the health and wellness spa, I could do it for both USANA products and LifeWave products now that I'm doing both. Yeah. You could do it. Because I'm trying to work out, do I do this and this every week, you know, because of doing two because they complement each other absolutely. yeah thanks yeah absolutely i'll stop leaping ahead to future modules now i've been doing this <laughs> since 2019 so that's why it was sort of at its level yeah newbies don't worry <laughs> in, in the very beginning uh, when you're just starting you might not have the team so you also do not have team calls so in, in the beginning it just for, for me at least it's just a matter of one-on-one -on -one. Um, and depending on the character and type of associate, it's more or less <laughs> uh, training and access to myself. Yeah? Always with the intention, uh, get them as quick as possible doing their thing on their own. Yeah, and pushing people out of the nest and yeah. What other questions do we have? Is there anything else you'd like to cover? So next week, let's just look ahead to what we have for module two. So if you haven't finished module four, sorry, sorry, lesson four in module one, try to finish that by Friday so that literally you're starting module two on the weekend. So if you can just commit to yourself, okay, I'm going to finish module one by Friday so that starting on the weekend, I start module two and then we will be completely caught up. And then we've got all next week to finish module two. But as you know, it's it's really good if you can do two, two lessons on the weekend and then you just have two lessons during the week. And I've got a question. Sorry, go carry on. on. <laughs> you go ahead, Dr. Alex. So, um, so first of all, um, the PDFs, I ha we haven't, uh, ha I think it's Hannah and I, uh, I've forgotten her name. Uh, we haven't done the LifeWave one yet. And what I was thinking was um, I would make it a Google sheet. Yes, totally good. Yeah. 
Mm. and post it in the Facebook group so any future people from that company could just add to it to the benefit of everybody. Yeah, that's totally, totally fine. Yep. That's great. Normally we've just put it as, as a post, like it'll go, but you, if you want to post as a Google doc, that's totally good too. I mean, it's, it's, it's better for everybody. um, Because they can add to it. Gotcha. Yep. That's fantastic. And my other question is around module two, um, because I've just worked through all of those. um, And it's about the money, of course. Um, And uh, I find myself having resistance against um, looking at my bank balances. And I really need to calculate how much interest I'm paying on all these flipping credit cards and um, and bank. I don't even have a bank loan anymore. So it's just on overdraft. Uh, you know, just when you think you've got your credit card covered, they add some 141 pounds of interest to it, and it's it's just gone over its balance again. Um, and and obviously that's a resistance, and it's just getting into the habit. And I am getting into the habit of checking my bank balances every day before the two o'clock cutoff because I've got to shift some money around if one of them's gone over their overdraft limit. But I wondered if you had any thoughts on that. Yes. With two so- ago. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So we'll cover this in, let me just, so new people know, we cover knowing your net worth in module eight, but one of the biggest premises is that you have to know your money. So you never want to put your head in the sand. (laughs) So we're going to really help you with this because a lot of people have fear around looking at their bank account but we really want you to get used to that because the only way you can correct it is to know where you're at. So we're going to really help you with all that. So I, I love Ali that you're getting into the habit of looking at it, you know, whatever it is, is for you for soul crafters. I teach you to look at it the first of the month. So you're looking at everything We have a beautiful spreadsheet to do that, but Ali, whatever's going to work for you, like with, but so, so important because awareness is going to help you get the money under control with your compensation plan, you want to completely understand your compensation plan. You don't want to explain it to your prospect. You want to use videos to do that. And every company should have a video on their compensation plan. Because if you explain it, they're going to think, oh my God, I can never do this. But you need to understand your compensation plan. Because every entrepreneur knows how they make money. Like you you wouldn't open a store of of retail, like selling anything, if you didn't know how you're going to make money. And so you have to really understand that. So we'll help you with that too. Um, So we do do next, next, this module two is authentic inviting, 20 ways to never run out of prospects, transform your money belief. So that's going to start on the whole money arena and know your numbers. So that's going to go deep into the money. Yeah. Yeah, it's that bit that I've just done and I'm thinking, hey, hey, hey. Yes, (laughs) yes. But we want to get you excited about money and we want you because the money loves you to pay attention to it. So if we ignore it, money's going to ignore us. One thing I was thinking about two, four, Hmm. um, sorting out your wallet and putting all your fibers the right way around and things. Of course, now we're all, I've got very little cash. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I've got... I, I still get some bank statements and I get letters from the bank. You know, I hate opening those letters from the bank saying you're over your overdraft limit or whatever. Um, 
And once I've right corrected anything, I could, I, I think it's okay to shred them once I've actually corrected the imbalance. Mm. And that would be quite a way of tidying up. But obviously, I need to tidy up any bank statements and make sure that they're in the right place. That was probably going to be the better way, as well as having them. And I've got a money corner from another up here. I'll take a photograph of it and put it in the um, in the Soulcraft group um, that I did from uh, another course that I did. But you it's can... got chocolate money. Oh, you it's can... got the surface, and it's got a million pound bill. <laughs> <laughs> you can also go paperless, so you don't even have to worry about the statements. But then you just have to be committed. Like I'm, I'm completely paperless, but I just I watch my bank accounts. For me, it's monthly, but say for you, it might need to be weekly, whatever it is good for you, Ali. But that's okay to get rid of for clutter. Yeah, for my bookkeeper, I do have to download all the statements and put them into a folder on Dropbox for her to access. So, and I and I do that when she asks, so probably every six months. So it might be a, a good system to do that monthly. Or which even better, you should be able to give her access, like accountant access to your bank accounts. And they, they yeah, that doesn't work in the EU. <laughs> really? Okay. Huh. Yeah. Oh, so Belgium, it works, by the way. So that's oh. you too. Lucky you. <laughs> you <should laughs> but it's... I use Zero, which is a really good accounting package. Mm. Um, and they they synchronize there, but she also needs the downloaded statements as well. But at least I don't have to scan them in anymore like I did five years ago. Okay. And before that, I even had to send her the, the paper copies. Mm, oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, everyone who else who isn't in the EU, <laughs> if you have an accountant, just make sure that they have access to your bank accounts, but you can give them read-only access. So they're not, they can't do anything, but that will save you a lot of, yeah, that will save you a lot of. Yeah. Passing. You made me very nervous then, giving someone access to my bank account. Your bank account, yeah. <laughs> it's I'll just send them the statements. That's same okay. as again. Yeah. For accountants, it's usually read only, so they can't do anything. But uh, And sure, it's a kind of safe mechanism. Huh? It's not the, yeah. there are rules. <laughs> yeah. So uh -huh. when I went through years ago, through this um, know your numbers thing, I even, I, I found money. <laughs> I mean, money in terms oh, of goods which I had, yeah. which I didn't put in my forefront. But uh, I mean, eventually, if you have a lot of stuff, um, there is money not accessible, but it's money there. And if it hard comes to hard, you could sell it and then make it into money type of thing. So I, I'm much more now uh, aware of what is there and what is the, the value of what I have. So, yeah, yeah that that was a, a big yes. Yeah. And another thing I, I learned from a, a, another course is it calls profit first. That means um, when money comes in, you, you take a percentage, you define for yourself. It might be very personal so that you pay yourself first before you do other things. Yes, yes. From, from the income money. And and, and that gives you, uh, yeah, it's a feeling thing. It feels totally different. And, and you feel like, uh, because the tendency is there, if money comes in, you spend it right away on, on whatever thing. But if you also consciously take something for you out, like pay your salary or whatever, 
that that gives a totally other feeling on it. So I, I put that for me, it's not salary, it's putting on my saving accounts and see my saving account growing. Yeah. Sometimes quicker, sometimes less quick, but okay. That that is a very good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the biggest thing with money, anything we focus on expands. So it always improves. So when you start looking at your numbers, when you start looking at your bank accounts, it's always going to improve. And sometimes we don't want to look at it because we were fearful of, you know, maybe there's not as much in there. But the thing is, if we don't look, it's only going to get worse. And so we we want to really be aware of our money. And remember, money responds to attention. So it's just energy, like anything. It's It will respond to you when you take care of it, when you when you give it attention. So money will respond the more that you take care of it. We have a great mantra in soul craft. Does anyone remember it? That's a, a veteran money loves living with me. Ah, so money yes, loves living I, with me. I have to work on this in terms of um, that, that the place is cleaner. Yeah. It's still cluttering and, and money loves it a bit more clearer and less clutter. So I have to declutter constantly on my vision thing every day. And I'm working slowly through get the declutter. And and that it's not only the workplace, it's uh, the whole environment I'm in. So yeah, a bit of work, but okay, getting there. Yeah, but it's it's you know it's that's it's a real principle to consistently declutter so that you have space for what you want to come in. Because if your life is filled with things that you don't even love anymore, you don't have room for the stuff you do want to come in. All right. And I'm going to leave it there because I just realized we're just a little bit after the hour. And so I, and I really try to end us on the hour. <laughs> My fault. Great <laughs> I know we're gonna have to keep it in the module otherwise we're gonna scare our, our poor newbies <laughs> such a good call though everyone always so perfect all right let's take a quick picture and then we'll let you off into your evening so or day so first one big smiles one two three and then our crazy one one two three <laughs> super cute Thank you, everyone. I'll go post this and then remember your two ahas and your two action steps because it helps everyone so much. And then keep any of your questions coming and then we'll go through module two on our next call on next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Love you tons. Bye -bye. Have a beautiful day. Good night. Bye. Bye.